We've all been there. You have a question about your credit card. You call the number for help and you can't get a hold of anyone. With 24-7, U.S.-based, live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person. Anytime, day or night. Yeah, you heard that right. A real person. Get the customer service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Hey, it's Bobby Bones. Hey, I just want to say thanks to everybody who has stepped up for the St. Jude kids. St. Jude's doing incredible work fighting childhood cancer. And because of donations, like the ones that you get, families never receive a bill ever from St. Jude for treatment, travel, housing, food, none of that. Help St. Jude stop childhood cancer. Become a partner in hope. Get this awesome new This Shirt Saves Lives shirt. It's going to look great on you. So join all the doctors, researchers, and me in this fight. All right, text the word Bobby. It's only six numbers to 785-833. Again, text the word Bobby to just these six numbers, 785-833. The single most unifying position held by Americans is appreciation for those who protect our freedom and our families. You can help honor fallen or disabled U.S. service members and first responders by donating to Folds of Honor. They award scholarships to make sure the educational dreams of their sons and daughters and spouses live on. They have a four at a four-star ranking on Charity Navigator, so you can give with confidence at foldsofhonor.org. Welcome to Tuesday Show. Morning, studio. Morning. All right, let's go around the room up first. His family ran their first 5K recently, and now his wife wants him to do them more frequently. Here he is, producer Eddie. Yeah. This isn't about me. It's about Bobby. Bobby gets to do everything fun. He goes to the ACMs. Amy, what does he do? He meets my idol, Dak Prescott, the quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. He did. And, and I'm, I'm in my um, digital detox, so I didn't see you post it. You're still detoxing? Oh, absolutely. Oh, my God. But I do accept texts. But and you're of course, looking at stuff on the show. Well, that's work. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. My spare time. So I get the text. There you are with Dak Prescott. Dude, tell me all about it. What did he say? Did he ask about me? The ACMs were at the Dallas Cowboys practice facility, which, by the way, is better than most college stadiums I've ever been in. So when I say practice field, it's not a practice field. Yeah, 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 they got money, dude. It's it's massive. It's crazy. All the offices are there too. So we're walking into the awards, and security was really tight because that Allen Texas shooting had happened like 15, 20 minutes down the road. Yeah. And like the week prior, so really heavy security. They were doing the 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 mirrors under the cars. They'd open it up, send a dog, and each of the SUVs that we were all in. And so everyone was kind of just. I won't say crammed, but we were all close together once we got out of the cars, walking in. And so, Dak's a pretty big dude. Yeah. And he's got a big hat on. And we're walking in, and Caitlin goes, hey, there's Dak Prescott. And all I thought was, Eddie. Yeah. Gotta get a picture for Eddie. And so, I don't want to bother him, but his main person, I don't know if it's like his assistant or promotion or whatever the case is, was like, Bye Bones. I was like, what up? She goes, I listen to the show all the time. Dak, who has no idea who I am, <laughs> is a little bit confused. Like, who is this guy? Who, is he a country artist? Whatever the case is. But before he was able to figure out that I'm just like a radio dude, I was like, hey, hey, cool. Hey, Dak, I'm also a fan of yours. Like he said, he's a fan of me. Yeah. He did say that. <laughs> I said, hey, let's get a picture real quick. And he's like, yeah, cool. And so we walked, we got through. The, we, so we talked for a couple minutes. No, nothing really. Not about the like next season or anything? 
The draft? Did you uh, like the no, draft? No, I just I said, how you feeling? You healthy? He's like, yeah, I'm good. Okay. All good. So, so nothing but small talk. Football small. Right, you know right, right. <laughs> then we got over and took a picture. It was super cool. I mean, there's really no great story, except he was very nice. Wow. And we took a picture, and that was it. Did, so you, now, did you Eddie, see you Emmett can... Smith, too? Was he there? He was, yes. You see him? Yeah. You talked to him? Uh, uh, yeah, quickly. But I know him a little bit, and I was like, hey, look for me. I'm back here backstage. Dang. So, yes. That's amazing. That one's really cool. <laughs> yeah. But Emmett Smith's the one who gave me a pep talk right before, before my final dance on Dancing with the Stars before I won the whole thing. I saw him in the lot. I was out in the hallway, and I was getting, like, some water and just kind of walking away from everything because I was like, all right, I got to do good. got to win this thing. And Emmett had won it. A few years prior. Mm-hmm. And he's like, how you feeling? I'm like, not very good. Like, I don't really, I never really know all my steps. I always mess up. He goes, who cares? He goes, this is what I said. Last dance, muscle memory, go as hard as you can. And he was like, you're going to win this thing. I have no doubt about it. And I was like, yes, I am, Emmett. Wow. And I went in and won it. Nice. Emmett's been number 22. <laughs> <laughs> so that was it. That was cool. He's very nice. You get to do everything. That, no, I don't. I yes, do everything. You do. That, behind the scenes that you don't see that's a lot of work. Well, that's true. We only post the good stuff on social media. <laughs> but yeah, he was really cool. All right, moving on. He wants people to remember him as a baller who lived a fancy lifestyle, but hold your breath because if that ever happens, it won't be for a while. Here's Lunchbox. Ooh. Man, I, I guess I need to spill the tea a little bit. Like, I, I don't know what this person thinks they're doing, but Friday night, uh, we were in Austin. We were walking back to the hotel and we stopped and got some food. Morgan bought some fries. And at the end, she's like, I'm done with these fries. Who wants them? And Eddie's like, I'll eat them. I'll eat them. So we get in the elevator, and he finishes the fries. And he just takes the wrapper and throws it on the ground. Right in the elevator. In the elevator? In the elevator. No chance. Uh, yeah, Did you. Did he think it went no. into a trash can? In the elevator? There, there, there's no elevator. There's no there, trash can in the elevator. Trash cans? Hey, I honestly have no idea what he's talking about. Morgan? Yeah, this happened. This really did happen. Abby, I, I, this happened? <laughs> yeah. What? <laughs> oh, yeah. He just, like, chucked it at us. Like, y'all take care of yeah, it. Yeah, you just take care of it. You just threw it on the ground. Uh, and he no, got out the elevator. no way. Oh, wow. Have you been drinking? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, we you go. just don't remember. Well, I guess. Well, that's I mean, not an excuse. Do you remember to... being in the elevator with all them? No. You don't even remember that? <laughs> I remember walking in the lobby, but I don't remember taking the elevator together. Do you remember eating fries? Yeah, I remember the fries. Okay, but you don't remember the wrapper. No. Okay. It's it's like it's like that Bailey Bryant uh, ba- Bailey Zimmerman thing. Like, what? How did you get back from? I don't know, dude. Like, I really don't know what I did with that wrapper. When he got back from Canada, <laughs> yes, <laughs> with Chad Kroger from Nickelback. He's like, he's like how I did I get back? He's like, I don't know how I got back. Yeah, I have no idea what that. What he's talking about. So you don't remember, therefore we shouldn't be upset that you littered in an elevator? It's not really my style to litter, so I maybe I threw it at Lunchbox and thinking he was going to get it. I don't know. <laughs> like a joke? I don't know. I have no idea. Pretty funny joke. Hey, here you go, bud. And then threw it at his face yeah. and then forgot to pick Who it up. Who picked it up? I don't know, because I woke up the next morning, got in the elevator, still there. No. <laughs> That's crazy. <sighs> wow, you man. You guys are adult, like adult adults now. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, he just throws the trash on the ground saying, hey, someone else pick it up. So, well, so if I didn't pick it, if I didn't throw it away, and they saw me throw it on the ground and they didn't pick it up, are they also at fault? Not, not, not equally. Okay. <laughs> but I think that this is one of the first time Lunchbox has multiple witnesses. Yeah, that's yeah. crazy. That's crazy. <laughs> she recently told us a traumatizing story about emotional support animals at her son's school, and because of this, they now have a no pet rule. Here we go, Amy, everybody. I had to go to the chiropractor yesterday because of ping pong. (laughs) In Austin, on Friday night, we went to this ping pong place and our friend and coworker Jackie and I, we played ping pong hard. I mean, we're not even really that good, but the problem is I was in high heels and we were having so much fun that I guess I just wasn't realizing the damage I was doing to my body. So from ping pong, 
First of all, I woke up sore the you next morning. You don't want to take your heels off? Just real I question. am not going to be barefoot at downtown Austin uh, venue. Okay. Not happening. Okay. I would rather go to the chiropractor like I did yesterday and Got just it. get readjusted. But I did wake up sore Saturday, and then thankfully I was able to uh, get back in alignment yesterday. Crack it back in? Yes. I think I'd just be barefoot. No way. No. Yeah. Yeah, just yeah, wash yeah. my feet totally. as soon as I get in yeah, rather than play. That's why I don't wear heels. Yeah. Oh, that's why. <laughs> All right, Ray, go ahead. From Mountain Pine, Arkansas, his dog's in physical therapy class and getting better. That's a forecast. Bobby Bones. Thank you. Woo. Thank you. Mine is quick and mine is unfortunate. You can probably end this story for me, but I'm driving on the interstate right behind a dump truck. And got hit by a rock. rock up. Boom. Oh. Window. My front windshield, if you go out to my car. Oh. No. It was such a light ting. It was like that. I was like, oh, man, I'm, I remember thinking I'm so lucky that wasn't a big rock. And I was only behind it for a second. I got it behind it. I know, get her out, get out, go around it. But I got, got home. Next morning, woke up. The spot is now spread and the crack is all the way up. No oh, way. Man. So now I got to pay the $500 deductible for insurance to replace it, which means my insurance is going to go up too. But Dang. I mean, it was just barely. And I thought, because I'm trying to acknowledge things. Sometimes it could go wrong when they don't. I should appreciate that, not just things that go right. Mm-hmm. And so I acknowledge, oh, I appreciate it. This rock didn't break my... And it did, so I'm stopping that stupid game of acknowledging things that don't go wrong. <laughs> so I got to get that fixed. It's so annoying. You have to get that fixed because I had a car growing up that we had it like 10 years like that with a big old crack down the middle. Luckily, it's on the passenger side straight up. So... I'm just so OCD, I can't allow it to happen. That's the problem, yeah. Time to open up the mailbag. You send an email and we read it on the air. It's something we call Bobby's Mailbag, yeah. Bobby, help. I recently won two tickets to see Luke Combs in concert. Problem is I have two teenage daughters who are 15 and 19 and both want to go. And both deserve to go. But I want to go too. Do I pick one or the other? Do I let them both go and then I wait outside the stadium for them? Do I sell the tickets? I'm not sure if you can sell tickets you won. I really want to do this. What is your advice? Help me with some logical advice. Thanks, Mom and Missy. What you do is you have your ticket. You take the other ticket and you hold it up. You say, I'm going to cut this ticket in half. <laughs> and I'm going to give each of you one half of the ticket. Mm-hmm. And the person who yells, no, 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 no. Don't cut the ticket in half. She can have it. That's the person you choose. Ooh, what mm-hmm. if no one yells that, though? Well, then it sucks. You go by yourself. Because <laughs> you already cut the ticket. Yeah, then you're out of luck, buddy. 15 and 19. Can they go by themselves? Yeah. Yes. I mean, 19-year-old, that's, that's, that's probably what you do. Yeah. Okay. What right. do you mean? I'm just, At I'm, 19? I'm just wondering. Eddie. Just wondering. I don't know if my son, when he's 19, he'll be ready to do that. Do what is that? It's what a helicopter. That? I, look, I see how It's they... a helicopter parent. Okay. What? I see how they act together. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like they're just going to be trouble together. But not 19. And they're girls. Even worse. A 15-year-old can go by herself. Eddie, also, I mean, you being crazy, yeah. but what she needs to do is grease the pig. This is what she does. Mm-hmm. She goes with all three of them, and at the gate, she only has two tickets. She finds the nicest-looking usher and says, here's 40 bucks. Let me- grease the pig? Yeah. You pay the person swiping. No, no, I, I understand what it is. There's no ticket to scan. The Why are you greasing just- the pig? What do you mean? They're- Amy, exactly. Grease they the just- pig has a different meaning where I come from. <laughs> <laughs> they act like they're skating a ticket and they just wave them on in. Come on in. They let all three in for the oh. two tickets and you pay them 40 bucks. Well, You're it in. depends. Beep. They have to beep. 
Ah, they fake beep it. Dude, I worked at a, ga- uh, a grocery store and I fake beeped things all the like time. Yeah, that was a long time. But I fake yeah. beeped a lot of groceries. I also, mean, you think like it- Henry Ford had just invented the assembly line. <laughs> I I just can't imagine someone risking their job for this forty bucks that Lunchbox is throwing at. And them. if you get forty bucks, you can buy another ticket there in General Mission. <laughs> oh, you might be it might be sold out. I don't know, but yes, you can get in. I say you let the kids go, fifteen yeah. and nineteen. Let them go; they deserve it. Mm-hmm. That's a stinky situation. You didn't want them from us. Because if you want them from us, I'd give you a third of them, but Ooh. probably want them on another station. So oh, boo. no, I have no idea. I have no idea. <laughs> uh, let the kids go; they are old enough to go. Nineteen and fifteen. I went to concerts by myself, or with like other kids or older kids when I was 14. Yeah, this is not... I went to Peter Frampton when I was 14. He's like the 70s. Yeah. Wow. Act all right. I didn't even know what was going on. I was like, who is this guy? (laughs) That's where I love Peter Frampton. That's why I love Peter Frampton now. All right, thank you, Mom and Missy. The kids are old enough to go. I would let them go. We got your email and we read it on the air. Now it's time to close Bobby's mailbag. Yeah. All right, let's check in with Eddie on... No parenting Sundays because I have a story coming up. It's why we're doing it today. Mm-hmm. How has it gone the last couple weekends? It's gone great. Like we're not so hyper focused on like, oh, let's do no parenting Sunday anymore. Now I think it's just the routine of being chill on Sunday. No lessons. Like really, rarely are we telling them, "Hey guys, clean up your room, do whatever." It's just kind of like, let's just do our thing. I want to be over here. You're going to be over there. Play in the neighborhood. I'll watch TV. Whatever. Do you think they know now? Are they called like awesome dadless Sundays in their little group or anything? No, it's like the label's gone. It's so weird. The label's not even a thing anymore. It's just how we act on Sundays. And it's kind of cool. I'm telling you, dude, I think we've changed the culture around my house. Does it make Mondays a little more chaotic? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because yeah, we got drill sergeant Monday. Clean up, <laughs> clean up Monday. <laughs> yeah, Lessons yeah, yeah, yeah. galore. Yeah, yes. sucky Monday. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, this story reminded me of that. A couple's revealed they won't force their three young children to read or write or even make them have a bedtime. They believe in child autonomy. Their kids, 12, 8, and 4, make all their own decisions. Well, that's dangerous. Yes. Wow. The mom has revealed that her kids have no fixed schedule, no fixed bedtime, no fixed meal times, and what she says is unschooling. The couple have shunned the cruel and lazy labels thrown at them by other parents, and they said, we're not being lazy. It's actually harder for us to do because we got to maintain no maintenance. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Doesn't seem that hard. But this is like every day of the week. This is just life? Yeah, it's not just Sunday, Eddie. Wow. That's that's every day. Our son was 10 years old when he began taking an interest in wanting to read and write. Oh, man. I'm shocked okay. that he took the interest. Yeah. He just picked up a pen and paper and taught himself, she says. The kids go to bed when they like, wake up when they like. We don't like alarms. We don't have set meal times. We just make food, and if they're hungry, they go and eat it. We never force our kids to do chores, but we actively encourage them to help out, especially with others. They help us look after our animals, the garden, and keep the rooms tidy. That's no. from Daily Mail. I mean, gardening, that's... That's a, they got to be skill. such hippies. Oh, they got to be for such, sure. I mean, hippie, 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 dippy. And lazy. No. Yeah. That, oh, yeah. Oh, lazy for sure. I don't know if this is lazy yeah. more than No, no, not is. the parents, the kids. Like, you, if you got tell it. a kid, got like, it, got it, got you got don't it, have to do anything, they're going to be very lazy. I, I wonder if just these people, Adele and Matt, that are their names, if they had child autonomy, mm. I would assume not. And this is their new way of... And there's they're homeschooled for sure, right? If you're reading and writing themselves at ten, but yeah, they don't do school. If yeah. they don't have to read or write, there's no school. <laughs> yeah, like literally, they're home. But nothing. even if you homeschool, don't you have to fill out some paper with the 
I don't know. And do you start kindergarten at Government. 10 then if you get an interest? <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. I want to start school now, Dad. I'm yeah, and, 12. And don't you have to, right, don't you have to, the kids have to be in some sort of school. Yeah, there's some sort of curriculum or at least like guidelines you have to follow. Hey, how do they get into college? Say they want to go to college. Why, Why do they, do they want to go to college? Well, that's they, true. They never even heard of it. I guess if they wanted to, though, they could learn about it and then start studying for it. Wow. The other thing is free-range parenting, which I think is somewhere in the middle of what Eddie does and what this is. Yeah, Eddie's kind of free-range on Sundays, I would say. Free-range Sundays? It's just... It's one day it's out like of the week. It's eight hours. Totally. And he also still steps in if he needs to. He, he might, still tells them they have to go to bed at a certain time. Oh, well, correct. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I do mean, you make them food and say, eat now, or do you just leave it on the table? No, like, I say, hey, guys, we got lunch. If you want to eat it, there it is. Is the lunch worse, though? Is it like just like bologna sandwiches? No, man, it's just normal. Like some, I mean, some days I want to eat a good lunch, you know? Like I do barbecue. Hey, barbecue's ready if you want it. Do they never not eat? No, dude, they go right for the barbecue. They love it. Which kid do you worry about the most? Uh, my oldest. Really? I don't see him all day. Like, like, <laughs> hey, no parenting Sunday, dude. I don't exist. If my wife had no wifing Sunday, <laughs> she'd probably not see me the whole day either. I'll be honest with you. It's time for the good news. With Amy. Tell me something good. These three chihuahuas have been together their entire lives, and they've lived long lives. 15-year-old chihuahuas, oh. Yoda, Missy, and Ginger. All three lived to be 15? Yeah, and they're still alive. Wow. Uh, they were surrendered to Montgomery Humane Society in Alabama due to their owner's declining health, and the staff there was like, oh my gosh, we cannot you know, adopt these out to different families. We've got to keep them together. Well, the clever thing they came up with was to nickname them the Golden Girls. And so that that ensured that the post got shared tons of more times on social media. And Janet Elam, she saw the Golden Girls and she knew that she had to have them and keep them together. And she's happy that this story is out because she hopes it encourages others to give senior dogs a chance. Good for them for adopting them because you know they don't have a long time to live. And that's sad. No, they have lived 15 yeah. years. That's a long time. And were they all girls, though? When you said their names, I wasn't listening to the names so much. Yoda's... Golden Girls? It's Yoda, Missy, Ginger, so... Yoda. Could be either. Could be. But for the sake, Yoda's... I don't know how you... I don't know how that one identifies. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, that's a great story. There you go. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Amy, when we were kids and... We were all, us three guys who were all massive sports fans. It was a guy named Bo Jackson, and Bo Jackson played baseball and football, played for the Royals, played for the White Sox, played football for the Raiders. He was just the ultimate athlete. had Bo Nose commercials. And so, I mean, if it wasn't for a hip injury, he'd probably, I mean, he'd be in the Hall of Fame of everything. Oh, yeah. So Bo Jackson, very famous to somebody like us, but he's had the hiccups now for almost a year. Can't get rid of him. What? Tried everything. People scaring him. Holding his breath. Well, that's the two things. He also smelled the, because someone said, hey, all you have to do is go take, find a porcupine, a live porcupine, and stick your nose in the porcupine's butt and smell it. And that what? cures the, I feel like somebody playing a joke that's on him, a honestly. Prank. But he oh did my that. Goodness. He's tried everything. He has had the hiccups for almost a full year. He is getting a medical procedure now to try to stop them, but he can't. He just, that's crazy. How annoying would that be? It's advised that anyone dealing with hiccups longer than a couple of days should go seek medical assistance. Absolutely. The Mayo Clinic describes hiccups as repeated spasms or sudden movements in the diaphragm that you can't control. Since they usually last anywhere from a few minutes to 48 hours, they're like, this is so abnormal that if you're three days in, you should get it checked. I wonder, so does he hiccup while he sleeps? I don't watch him. I don't know. <laughs> 
I'm talking to him, but it just says he's hiccup. I'm sure. Then how do you sleep with the hiccups though, right? I don't know. Like, how do you fall asleep? Yeah. Yeah, because I feel like I'd be like, oh, huh? It's just a nonstop cycle of getting 20 seconds of sleep at a, at a time. Gosh, so, that's terrible. Bo Jackson, year-long oh, hiccups. I'm very curious to see the cause, like what it ends up being. There was some woman I read in the news who had hiccups for a while. and Saw then, that. She ended up having some, some kind of cancer. It was burping. Oh, it was oh, burping. Yeah, that's, that's what it was. Nonstop yeah. burping. Yeah, cancer. And then different. she went. Mm-hmm. And you're different, but also similar. The, the, burp, the, the big part of that story is that the burping was the first symptom, but they never would have thought it. Then other symptoms started to happen. Then it's like if they traced it back. Oh, the first symptom ever was the burping. And, it was and that like was abnormal a lot of burping, for her. Right? Yes. And yeah. so it's like pay attention to if your body is acting how it normally does not. Mine's not acting like it normally does. Well, like ever? We might Mine never acts the same way. <laughs> I'm getting older. Things don't heal the same. Right, right. Things don't. I'm a little slower. Here's a story about older people and how they're confused by things that younger people do. And I read a whole bunch of them. Number one, the overdone lip injections, which I also am the same way. I'm just like, what's? why, why would you guys do this? It's just, I know that like the Kardashians or whomever have these big, li- it's just such a weird I don't get big lips. And I I get other procedures. Like, I'd like to have a little tummy, something, you know? That'd be nice. Oh, I don't get it. It's not for me. That's the duck lip? It's well, no, what you're thinking of is yeah. when people take a picture pouting. No, no, no. When they permanently look like... Oh, yeah, that's... Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Doug face is the picture thing that they call that. <laughs> okay, okay. That's, no, I was thinking of the permanent look. I don't get that. It, it's a real housewives, man. And oh, do you man. say something when you like see someone like, oh, what'd you do to your nice lips? Or, lips. Like, yeah, like, are, do they want you to comment because it doesn't look good? Or are you just supposed to be like, oh, how's it going? And I'm like, there's nothing wrong with their lips. That's a good point. Do you say nice lips? Well, you say nice hair. Somebody gets a haircut. Right. Amy came with a haircut the other day. Different color. I was like, hey, your hair looks good. Yeah, but lunchbox with the whoa. Did you do <laughs> I mean, cause it, don't it's say happened. Anything. It's happened. I'm like, oh my gosh, what is wrong with your face? <laughs> don't say that. So you don't say that. It's not definitely not. Older people are meant to be confused, and I don't know where I fall on this list because I'm 43. If I'm older, or and, but it's like I don't like I, the lip thing. I do not. I don't like. I also don't understand why people get bigger butts, like the butt. Injections or like I think Kim Kardashian admitted. To, yeah, the Brazilian Kim Kardashian's butt admitted to getting a, having a bigger butt, right? Like, mm. and some of these people put butt like um, they remove fat from other parts of your body and stick it into your butt. Yeah, they also put in like implants. implants? Yeah. yeah, hey, some guys like big butts. I know, I know one guy. He was he was a uh, he was regal sir. Makes a lot. He um, <laughs> <laughs> he didn't lie, right? He didn't lie. Uh, no, uh, no, 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 no. I never understood what my anaconda don't want none until I got older. <laughs> I was going to say. I thought he had a snake, like uh-huh. a literal oh. snake. Uh-huh. And it was my anaconda don't uh-huh. want none unless you got buns, huh? And I was like, Dan, he's got a snake. That's <laughs> what I remember thinking. Mm-hmm. I was like five years ago when I, I actually ever, understood that line. really thought about it till now. The next one is letting everyone on the internet know exactly where you are at all times. That's so seven years ago, Twitter. No one really does that. Or when people make the joke off, I don't care what you're having for lunch. Nobody really does that unless it looks really good. Because mm-hmm. I'll post pictures, though. If I get somewhere and I'm like, man, this food looks good, I will post a great picture of the place and then tag it so other people can go and have it. More so than just going, had a broccoli sandwich. Although that sounds disgusting. A broccoli sandwich. <laughs> Never heard of that. Uh, crying on the internet. I'm, I co-sign this. When somebody's crying on the internet, 
it looks to me like it is just a straight, please give me attention. Because you easily can control yourself, wipe your face, and then have that that talk. Crying on the internet to me, it's like when someone does one of those messages on Facebook that's like, just having a sad day. And they don't say anything else. And Trump people will be like, oh, it's yeah, okay. Yeah. You're the best. Your lips look great. One of those days. <laughs> It's so. a personality too, right? Like when you cry, the first thing you don't want you want to do is you don't want to get a phone, like and look at yourself crying. Some do. There are some people, and I won't say I know them closely, but I am acquaintances with them. They do crying posts and they put the pictures up. That's they're crazy. crying. They're like, I'm just sitting here crying. We would believe you if you showed a picture of yourself not crying. Yeah. You don't have to prove it. We don't need a receipt. Someone's not going to go. I bet you weren't crying. Prove it. Show me. Tell me you're crying. Are most of the posts like that, though, like for mental health awareness? Nope. Day, so. well, just Some of it's like, you guys didn't like my song. Wow. And I guess it didn't. It's just. Mm. I, yeah. I see somebody crying at me. It's just me. I'm only one person here. I'm like, you could have stopped crying after and then talked. But I feel like that is just done for. Hmm. So maybe I'm older on that one. <laughs> I was like. No crying on that one. Uh, the other, there, there's a couple other ones that are just dumb, like the van life. People like traveling in a van and like kind of living in it as they travel around. This is miserable. There's no good Wi-Fi when you do that, so I don't like that at all. Uh, the next one is this. This woman says, "I'm 50. I'm amazed by young women's self confidence because they show their thongs constantly on the internet." <laughs> I don't mind that. Oh, I don't. I don't. What, what? Who does that? I'll show you. Is it like the thong out of the pants? No, I think it's just general. Just the or uh, even like bikinis, and they true. It's like it's like oh, love a sunny day, but it's all butt cheek. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. it's like there's no. It has nothing to do. They just need to write something. They like post themselves. Yeah, they're crying like that with a quote. <laughs> they're crying in their thong with their big lips. <laughs> the thing that I guess I'm confused by that younger people are doing is kids that don't want to get their driver's license immediately and drive at 16. It's crazy. And I, I get it. We didn't have Uber and stuff as a kid, but man, when I, was, I just wanted the freedom to go when I wanted to go. And it worked. I saved up to get a car. Some of the dangerous TikTok challenges too that I see, I did it like Jackass when I was a kid. <laughs> Even in college, Jackass was fun. But like, they're doing stuff like, watch this. I'm going to light my wiener on fire. Yeah. Like, that's a bad TikTok challenge. <laughs> don't do it. Like, it's the what's the reward risk reward there? Yeah, there's no reward. Reward is you get a few laughs and you get a thousand views. The risk is you burn your wiener off. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's not a good. And risk. it's never the same. <laughs> that would hurt. So yes, it would. So anybody uh, have anything they're confused by that the kids are doing? I mean, I think you nailed them. I mean, the list is probably number one on my list. The list is on your list? The lips. Oh, the lips. Lips is number one on my list. Like, ugh. The much, driver's license one is mine. How much for you to get your lips done? 16. Injection. <laughs> like, how long does that last? I have no idea. Um, It depends, I think, what you get in. But you can also have it dissolved with hyaluronic acid. So you can get whoa, it whoa, whoa, and then whoa. later dissolve it. But we don't want you to dissolve it. How much <laughs> for you to get lip injections? Ah. <sighs> It costs about 500 bucks to get it done, apparently. It says most people need only one or two syringes of lip filler per procedure. The cost of a full <laughs> syringe is between 500 and... Th Would you do it for $1,000? I pay? might do it for $1,000. Wow. We got to do this. Oh, and oh I bet we God. could find someone oh that my. would do it. Sponsor? Like, donate it. Yeah. But I, I need to know. I need to talk to the doctor and see how long they last, because I can't be having to last six months. 
It, I don't know how long it lasts. It says it's 12 to 18 months. Oh, oh my God. Oh, That's no, what I'm, I'm saying. You, I'm could, you could make him wear it for like a week. And I thought it was like a week. Dissolve it. We could dissolve it with some glycolopic acid. <laughs> Hyaluronic acid. Oh, oh we got to figure out what we can do here. Because I think, and I'm tired of paying for stuff on this show. That, dude, that would be amazing. But I might go a KD for his lip filler. <laughs> what? That would be awesome. A thousand? Okay. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. Every week, we'll pick a new song from the list and talk about their placement on the revamped 2021 list. We'll also have guests join us, ranging from the artists themselves to the producers or simply other writers like ourselves who voted on them. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside and Britney Spears' Baby One More Time. There's so many fascinating stories that have been forgotten, like Midnight Train to Georgia starting with a phone call to Farrah Fawcett, or how the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs inspired Kelly Clarkson's banger Since You've Been Gone and Beyonce's Hold Up. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes. That it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because, God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, two on one. Amy and Lunchbox versus Eddie. It's a music game. <laughs> Does it annoy you that I put you two together? Or do you know that's the only way you're going to win a music game? It depends. The topic of music. Well, the topic of music <laughs> is music. Is music. Okay, the I said the genre, the era. Uh, the come on. A new study found the top 10 most recognizable songs of all time. Would you like to play alone? Okay, so see, you said there, all time. Eddie's older. So, yeah, yeah, I'm fine being older. paired but up with Lunchbox. But Eddie's like two years yeah. old. I have two Wait, years on you. He just uh, plays 
Why did you put? He's more than two years old. <laughs> You're 41. Yeah. I'm 42? 44. How old are you? I am 40. Two, but I just turned it. Okay, but and Ed, I just turned forty-four. Yes, you see, oh. two years. So we're two years apart. Amy. <laughs> he, Listen, it, he seems way older. Just a lot look, of He may look ten here. years older, Amy, but he's not. Okay, sorry, Eddie. Okay, <laughs> okay, okay, fine. Of all time, do you I, want to play together or not? Yeah, we'll play together. Okay, so you don't actually talk, but if either one of you get it, you get the point. Yeah, that that's nice. I'm a little insulted, but it's fine. <laughs> yeah, I just want to know how insulted you are. Lunchbox, do you want to team up or no? Oh man, I, I I would beat him on my own. I'm not really scared of Eddie. Okay, I'm not worried. On their about own it is. All right, here we go. A lunchbox. Here we go. I love it. <laughs> You'll get three seconds because what they found is <sighs> these ten songs should be identified in three seconds or less because they are the world's most identifiable songs. Okay. All right, Mike D, you ready over there? All right, here we go. Song number one. Okay, you got three seconds. Write it down. Need the title and song. I'll play it one more time. I'm in. I'm in. I'm in for the win. Everybody's Amy feels sad, but... Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I know of... the title. I know the song, but... Wait, you don't know Wait. if you know the title, but you know the song? I know the song, but I just... I I'm know like, the title. This... But you can say that to every Yeah, song. like, I know, I could sing it for you right now. Like, Please don't. Okay. <laughs> Amy, what's the title of that song? We Will Rock You. Lunchbox? We Will Rock You. Eddie? We Will Rock You. Correct. <laughs> By a little band called Queen. Next up, three seconds, go. That's your three seconds. The ten most recognizable songs of all time. Here it is, one more time. I'm in. In for the win. I'm in. Amy? I have the tiger. Lunchbox? I have the tiger. Eddie? Eye of the Tiger. Great job. Rolling on song number three. Amy's puzzled at that no, one. No, no, I'm not. You did a side head turn. I did. Like when I said the word ball to Stanley, my dog, he's like, oh? <laughs> well, because I feel like there's two songs that sort of have that Interesting. lick. Amy, I'm going to show you the Why'd second you lick once? the air when you oh, said yeah. it? Yeah, uh, lick. She went lick. Well, because I was like, am I saying there? Is it lick? Here's a guitar lick, sure. I'm in. No, no more times. Okay, well, then I guess I'm in. Amy? Sweet Home Alabama. Lunchbox? Leonard Skinner's Sweet Home Alabama. Eddie? Sweet Home Alabama. Oh, Correct. what's the other one? I don't know the other one you're uh, thinking she's is thinking wrong. Uncle Cracker, right? No, she's thinking of Kid Rock all summer long. Or Kid Rock. I don't know which one I'm thinking of, but I know there's another one. That's why I was asking you guys. All right, here we go. Number four. There you go. Oh. Can we go back to the team? <laughs> Too late. I'm in. Hold on. No one's rushing you. I promise. <laughs> I just said Not I was a single in. person was rushing him. I'm going to play it again. Thank you. No need okay, to yell. Okay. All right, here we go. I said, stop it, idiots. I hate you. <laughs> no, man. No, 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 man. We're good. We're going to play it again, buddy. No no need to push us. That's one of three songs, man. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> That's three possibilities. Dang it. Gosh, Amy. we don't get it one more time. You do not. You good? Oh, that's... Oh, okay, that... <laughs> you know that lick, Amy? Yes, I know. Yeah. It the helps lick. if you lick the air. <laughs> it can <laughs> stay quicker. <laughs> 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 Dang oh, maybe it. I should I, change. 
It's it's not coming to it me. It sounds like Lunchbox is going through labor. <laughs> and Amy's just really confused. Oh. No, no, no. I see? know that. It's a boy. It's a boy. <laughs> I see the head. Question. Can I ask a question? No. We never can ask questions in games. <laughs> you know that. Yeah. How many words okay. are in the title? Uh, more than one. Amy, what do you have? Guns and Roses. That would have been right as the artist. I know. Lunchbox? I know I'm right. Man, I wrote down oh, Paradise Eddie. City. Eddie? Oh, that sweet child of mine. That's right. it. Dang it. Dang it! I take the lead. I had sweet child of mine scratched out to Paradise City. Oh. I told you it could have been one of three. Oh. Thanks for that story. All right, next up. <laughs> All right. Everybody good? Yeah. I'm in. Amy? Lose yourself. Lunchbox? Lose yourself. Eddie? Lose yourself. We're doing five more. These are quick. Come on. Eddie's up by one. Go. This is could be one of two. No, it's, no, it's, it's not. not, actually. Oh, he hit it one more time, please. <laughs> Under pressure. Hey, hey. No, I'm stop. listening for that one. Did you? Because, <laughs> <clears throat> you know? Get an answer? Amy? I don't hear the extra. Fine. I don't know. What do you have? Under pressure. No. Oh, my gosh. It's Ice Ice Baby. Why oh would he God. sing oh, Under why Pressure? Because I, I thought he was doing reverse psychology. Uh-huh. But I would, he does uh-huh. that. But do that, 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 that song that. isn't near as recognizable as Ice Ice Baby. <laughs> it's generally. Lunchbox? Ice Ice Baby. I know I knew you had it, Eddie. Yeah, Ice Ice Baby. Okay, okay, okay. And now I hear the... You don't hear the tata. That was a joke. Stop doing vanilla ice. You heard one clip. Now you're holding on to it for dear life. <laughs> All right, here we go. Next up. Oh, I've heard that before. Most recognizable songs of all time. I'm in. Hey, lunch. It could be one of like a hundred things. No, I got it. I got it. Whittled down to 78 songs. Oh, I know. I've heard that before. <laughs> you have there heard it before. Amy has doodled over every part of her page. It's a commercial she has to do during the next break. Oh. She has doodled over every word. There's no chance she does the commercial. I know what I'm going to say. Okay. Everybody in? No, I need to hear it again. Oh, yeah, go ahead. Oh, man. Mm, Come on. Come to me, baby. What, Come so on. He is, he is having a baby. Stop. Still. Hey. Long labor. <laughs> Come to me, baby. <laughs> All right, need an answer, Amy. Uh, stairway to Heaven. Lunchbox. Glory Days. Glory Days. That's a jam. Dun, dun, glory Days. Yeah, Bruce Springsteen. Uh, Eddie? Uh, that's Stairway to Heaven. And Correct. All right. Buying the stairway. Guys, right. you all need to team up. Yeah, they should have they lost. Yeah. And. One more time. Man, I got that one. That was the easy one. Okay, I'm in. Lunchbox? Piano Man. Amy? Piano Man. Eddie? Piano Man. All right, two more. Give me another one. Is this the real life? Give me just one more time. (laughs) Is this the real life? Uh I'm in. I'm in for the win. Too easy. I'm in. Amy. Bohemian Rhapsody. Lunch. Bohemian Rhapsody. Eddie. Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah. I see uh, a little silhouette. Last one worth 20 points. Yeah! Let's go! This is huge. It's the 20 point Come King Dingle. Wow. Okay. Here we 
we go. Eddie, you have to go blind. What? You no. can't hear it. Hear it. No, I can't go blind. Here we go. Last one. Go. <laughs> Let me see. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. For 20 points. One more time. I'm in. Under pressure. I'm trying to get there. Wait, yeah. So are we. So are we. Never gonna give you. gotta lose yourself in the music. Sweet child of mine. Go ahead, Amy. Never gonna. Never gonna. Not right. Give you a lunchbox. Never let me. I got start me up. Not as Rolling Stones. Amy almost was there. Eddie. Never gonna give you up. Correct. Eddie, I mean, those songs are pretty recognizable. Top 10 ever. Yes, Big win. win. Big win. Yes, sir. Yeah. Thank you very much. This is voicemail from Joanne in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. I'm watching Hometown Takeover. So very excited to see her sister and sister's husband on the show. And I'm hoping that means that maybe the show was renewed. I've been meaning to call and find out about that. So please let me know. So I don't know what Hometown Takeover is, but it must be a show on the Building Channel. On HGTV? Yeah, the Building Channel. Right <laughs> yeah. <now>. It's <laughs> a show and they were invited to your, be Your guests. sister and her brother. Oh. No, her, her, no, wait. Your sister and her husband. Oh, yeah. The, yeah. Okay. <laughs> She's not married to her brother. Correct. Yes. That would be weird. <laughs> because they had a show called Building Roots, but it, it has been renewed. Yeah, they're filming season two right now. When will Lunchbox's episode air? Um, You'll have to ask him. Oh, We'll be watching. Let us know that day. Okay. Okay. I won't be on there. Oh, okay, okay. Stupid show. Here's uh, Amy from Chicago. I just had a question. I know you don't swear, so I was just wondering, um, what made you decide to do that? How long have you not been swearing, and have you ever had a slip-up before? Love the show. I think it's probably around four years now. I used to be quite the swearer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I used to love a good curse. You're like a pirate. Yeah. <laughs> I'd say R and then curse. So... Uh, four years. I, I really just did it to see if I could. It's a discipline test on me. And secondly, I was writing books at the time. Or I'd finished writing one, and, I'm, and there are a couple of bad words in the book. And I was writing comedy for my stand-up, and I was like, I don't even want to think in bad words. So if I'm not thinking them, they're not coming out of my mind because I don't want to have to use them on stage as crutches. Really, it was just discipline and me having to write. So I like bad words. I mean, I do. Sometimes it's therapeutic. Yeah, I don't say them. Mm. I want to. I haven't slept. No, one time almost did when a cop pulled behind me on a on the interstate. Did one of those flips through the grass, mm-hmm. medians, and I, well, I almost said the bad, bad one. Even like by yourself, like That's, internally. No, I, won't, I won't because it's not about you guys not hearing it. <laughs> it's not being judged. It's being able. To control myself. Wow. That's it's amazing. O- that's only about that. What's the bad, bad one? Death. Come on, oh, okay. Amy. That's I, the worst, worst one. The worst. And the most fun one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's the one where you feel strong. <laughs> but no, I haven't, I haven't cursed in like four years. Here's Amy's pile of stories. Last week, we talked about Robert De Niro and how he welcomed his seventh baby at 79 years old. And BuzzFeed put together a list of other celebrities who had babies way late in life. But the coolest part to me is they also listed the age range of all the kids. It's like... Oh, it's like their kids could be the other kids' parents? Yeah. So Mick Jagger had his eighth child at 73. So his kids 
range from age six to 52. Wow. Can even be a grandparent. That's crazy. That is crazy. Paul like McCart- their brother could be their, yeah. their older brother could be their grandpa. Yeah. Wow. You think they're close? <laughs> they hang out. Oh, yeah. A lot of yeah. common. Wow. Uh, Paul McCartney had his fifth child at 61. His kids range from 19 to 60. Uh, Rod Stewart, eight is a popular number. Let me just tell you all the people that have have had eight kids. All these popular people that had eight kids are probably rock stars who mm-hmm. just yeah. are doing it a lot. You like, know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rod Stewart, eighth child at 66. Clint Eastwood, eighth child at 66. Alec Baldwin, eighth child at 64. I'm trying not to have my first at 66. <laughs> oh, speaking that's of... My, that's my goal now. Yeah. Steve Martin did that. It's first at 66? His first and only child was at 67. Okay. Okay, well, then it is okay. Yeah. And I love Steve Martin, so maybe that's the new goal. Yeah. Uh, the Wall Street Journal just did a story about tipping fatigue, which is, you know, I just feel like tipping is everywhere and everyone's asking for it. But the main part of the story was self-checkouts. Now asking for a tip. Yeah, but they don't really ask. It's a machine. You should not feel guilty to click push no on a machine. But that was part of the story is that people felt like they were uh, well, then people ha- are having... dumb. If a machine's making you feel guilty, that's a you thing. Oh. If a machine, a screen says, would you like to tip a dollar? And you're like, I feel so bad because the machine is going to judge me. <laughs> you are the problem. <laughs> but the machine's not getting the dollar. Yeah, these who's com- getting the dollar? These companies say that it is going to their employees. That's great. But I'm just saying if you have... Shame, or what they say, embarrassment, or, or whatever it is. Uh, one person called it emotional blackmail. It's not. It, it's <laughs> oh. a machine. It is not judging you. It is zeros and ones. Now, if it's a person and they look at you kind of weird because you don't want to throw a buck over to help the poor dogs, I get that. You don't have to do it. But if it's just a screen and it's self checkout, you're the crazy one. That's all. There's too much tipping. There's too much asking for tips and jobs that don't need tips. But all you have to do is not tip. Oh, Lord. <laughs> that's me. I, I'm tipping the machine every time, probably. <laughs> Garth Brooks is enforcing a no phones policy during his Las Vegas residency at Caesars Palace. Attendees will have to place their cell phone in a locked pouch until the end of the show. Are you doing comedy or what? Garth doing a little stand up? Okay. A little risque stand up? Listen, when I went to see him at the Opry, he did something like that. He sang and he, I mean, he, he was. He was telling jokes. Uh-huh. Like it was a whole thing. Yeah, it's probably, though, he doesn't want every single live performance up. People scrutinize everything. And also, in a theater show, and it's dark, it's almost like a movie theater. I don't have phones out at my shows when I do stand-up, mostly because I don't want to say something to get me canceled, and they have hmm. proof of it. <laughs> but it is different than if you're like a massive venue. I'm, I'm very pro-Garth on this one. When if you're going and you're worried, well, how, how am I supposed to take a photo of things at the event? They've got photos that will be provided. There's going to be a QR code. and you Yeah, have- that, that always stinks, though, by the way. You never get them. They're never of you. That <laughs> no. part is never, is never it's that part's never good, but all good. I'm Amy. That's my pile. That was Amy's pile of stories. Oh. It's time for the good news. With Lunchbox. Tell me something good. Back in December, someone walked into St. Nick's Collectibles, Toys, and Antiques in Longmont, Colorado, and he said, I will take one of everything because I want to donate it to charity. And they're like, are you serious? He was like, yeah, how much is it going to be? And they said $50,000. Wow. So he wrote him a check. They boxed up everything, $50,000 worth of merchandise. Well, check bounced. Now they're bankrupt. They don't have any money. They got no inventory. What are they going to do? A news story airs. Do you trust a check for that much, though? 
Because checks are so rarely used now. Well, I I do because it's coming for I, that makes me think it's coming from a checking account. That makes me think that has so that I got much. a time machine and they ended up too far <laughs> in the future. But you also think I mean if they're going to give it to charity, they must be a baller. I mean they walk in and say I'll take one of everything. It's like when you go into a restaurant, I'll take one of everything on the menu. <laughs> Just to show off. Who does that? I've never seen it before in my life. <laughs> Only him talk about it on TV. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So the community <laughs> comes out and starts pouring money into the store, buying toys, buying toys. And so the toy store gets to stay open. They were closing their doors. They were going out of business. It was over. But the dream lives on. The dream of toys. <laughs> yes. And they, they, they were going to sue the dude. But Man, legal- toy stores used to be so legit. Oh, yeah. You go in. There's a nonstop toys. Just like it sounds. A toy store. Now you don't, you know, it's a rare because you can get everything online. Oh, yeah. And honestly, as a parent, though, taking your kids to a toy store sounds like a nightmare to me. And then they want everything. <laughs> well, any store, they want everything. I, well, <laughs> I mean, it doesn't have to be a toy store. You go to the grocery store, they want every that's item true. on the show. Dad, I want that. that what is what it? I, am. I do that to my wife. I'm going to be honest with you guys. I'm like, I like it. Can I get that? Can we get that? She's no, no. Why'd you come hungry is what she says to me. You should have ate before we came because mm-hmm. now you're hungry for every single thing and you're not going to eat it. Okay. <laughs> You're a child. The same thing. He starts lots of saying that, and I'm like, I do that. <laughs> okay, thank you. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. A voicemail from Carrie in Austin, Texas. Around our house, we all listen to the show. Even my kids love it and everything. Anyway, I just wanted to share that sometimes when we're having a conversation at home and we want to change the subject, or if like I'm arguing with my partner, we just say, bones. <laughs> we just walk away like we're just going to a new segment. Anyway, uh, it's something we've been doing for a few months now, and I thought it was lit. And I wanted to share it with you guys. We think it's hilarious too because we do that too. Yeah, we do. If we say something stupid or like super controversial or something would never go on the air, we go bones and then just move to the next thing. <laughs> like that's the and, or sometimes if we're in here and the mics are on and we're after the show recording commercials or and Ray, we can do it like really. And I'm like, can you? It's about an artist named uh, uh, Sean Smith who doesn't exist. Sean Smith cannot sing. That's so stupid. And then Ray will go. <laughs> like That's he just funny. recorded it and he's going to yeah. play it on the air. So we do that too. That's funny that you guys do that. Nice job. One thumbs up. Uh, here is Gabriella from Inglewood, Florida, 10 years old. I have a morning corny for Amy. Why did the student eat his homework? It was a piece of cake. <laughs> <laughs> The older the mom, mom laugh track. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. All right, time for the morning corny. Let's go. The morning corny. What do you call fake potatoes? What do you call fake potatoes? Imitators. <laughs> <laughs> that was the morning corny. That's pretty good. I like that one. Yeah. You laughed. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. Every week, we'll pick a new song from the list and talk about their placement on the revamped 2021 list. We'll also have guests join us, ranging from the artists themselves to the producers, or simply other writers like ourselves who voted on them. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern-day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside and Britney Spears' Baby One More Time. 
There's so many fascinating stories that have been forgotten, like Midnight Train to Georgia, starting with a phone call to Farrah Fawcett, or how the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs inspired Kelly Clarkson's banger Since You've Been Gone and Beyonce's Hold Up. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, so... (laughs) I really never wondered what human meat would taste like. Never. Now I've also, I thought to myself, well, if I went down and I had to eat somebody, what? Absolutely. Wouldn't think twice about it. I can do it easily if it's life or death. So I'm not like, oh, I don't know. Yep. Yeah. And that's not about the taste. That's just. I mean, we're stuck surviving. in an elevator for maybe an hour. I'm already thinking about it. <laughs> that's the links we'll go here. So here we go. They developed this robot that can identify different foods by its flavor. And this robot started with wines and the robot would take and could, quote, taste the wine. It got so good at it, they started doing it with meats as well, where they could identify the animal it came from, even the part of the body from the animal that it came from. Wow. So it's taste, this robot's taste, it's, it's not really tasting, but it's taking the chemicals, how we would take a chemical on our tongue, interpret it into taste. Boom. So they wanted to see what human meat tasted like. They say human meat, t- t- it sounds pretty oh, good. I'll be honest with you, it sounds pretty good. What does it say? It's, a mixture between bacon and prosciutto. Really? What? That's, 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 good. that's really good. That's what I'm saying. Huh. Okay, well, maybe I would survive. Yeah. Gi- I- giving it a, it's, it's kind of a pork-like taste. Mm-hmm. I do like prosciutto. I, I, I don't think I even really knew what that was until recently. That's on the charcuterie board? The thin Boom. stuff. It's very yeah. thin. Yeah. I like that thin stuff, meat. Man. That's good stuff. I love bacon. So, now, it gets a little creepier here because there's an influencer 20 years old, she wanted to figure out what it was. Now, she didn't eat somebody else's, but she cut some of her own... Stop. 
She cut herself her knee and oh, ate no. it. Uh, and put it in spaghetti. Yeah. Oh, no. I, I, I'm going to throw up. Ooh. Oh, that's gross. It's that's, her own. That's gross. Because that, it's her that's, own. That's, that's her own. That's that, what bugs, bugs me. If it was her brother, I'm okay. And I'm telling you, she's so normal looking. I'm going to look her up, Mike. Okay. But that's eating skin. No, no, no. No, you can cut normal. meat out hottie. of yourself. Dude, this girl's hot. <laughs> really? Yeah. Like, I mean. Would you have uh, knee spaghetti with her? I'd have knee spaghetti with this girl. For sure. Oh. Okay, get somebody get lunchbox and knee. No, I mean her knee. <laughs> She's good looking, Eddie. Let me but pull her up for you. Her knee? I don't understand. Will you scroll down on that mic? Because this is a picture of her eating bologna, and it talks about how she took it out of her leg, and it. Oh, it just sounds. Yeah, she looks. I mean, no, I'm going gross, <laughs> and he's he's groaning at something else. <laughs> Look at her, Eddie. She ain't bad looking. Look okay. That I think one? more so. Yeah, look be, at her. Yeah, that's, a, that's a good looking bikini pic. Like knowing that be. you taste like bacon, I would be okay Could with. Could you eat yourself if you're starving? Right. I guess I wonder. Let's yeah. say there's nobody else. Because you'd, you'd probably have to you'd bleed. See, if, as long as you have like a wrap to put pressure on it, could you like eat your forearm, oh. put that food through, and then just wrap it? I guess. A tourniquet. Oh, I guess so. Like, I've people breaking their arms from in between rocks to get out if well, they're yeah. trapped. Yeah. Could you eat yourself to stay alive? Yeah. Anybody ever thought about that? No, no never, this never. Is the first life. time I've ever thought about that. Ever. Could you eat yourself to stay alive? That's a crazy thing to think about. I could, for sure. Oh. I'd have to. You'd have to numb it. So your arm would have to be numb from the rock. So your arm would be the first thing you would eat? Oh. What about your... I can't mm. bite my nipple. I can't like bite my chest. Like, my useless. neck won't bend down, and I don't have a knife, or I'd be out stabbing animals in the wilderness, killing them head right, on, right. You know, one on one. The only thing I could really get to—I'm trying to think what I could yeah, bend. Your knee. I have no flexibility, guys. It's got to be your arm. It's got to be my arm. So what I would do is I would take a boulder, I would lay it on my arm, numb it, like you know, if it sits there forever on top of it, it's eventually going to go. Oh, like it falls asleep. Yeah, <laughs> or just asleep. All right. Because when, sometimes when it tingles to sleep, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Maybe you go to sleep and then you start eating it. What on earth? And then you wrap it real quick with the tourniquet. Okay. It's okay. Yeah. I think we're on to something, boys. But then I think we are. Think we new, new <laughs> you only need to eat that little bit and then you get to survive. Then you're coming, you're rescued. Well, then maybe I, there's probably more. But we don't have to cook it. I don't, I mean, not, not to live. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. I remember because in that, the. You want a flambe or what? What's happening here? You're yeah, you don't cook sushi. Yeah, no, yeah. It, okay, that's fish. But in a live, you, they would lay this. The, they didn't think about eating themselves. This is next level. Guys, I just took it to level. Wow. This is. Because they would put it in the snow so it'd be frozen. So it's not, and then also they'd lay it on top of the airplane wing to cook from the sun and turn it into jerky. Mm -hmm. I don't remember the details. I just remember thinking I'd be one of the first to die for sure. And then y'all would have to eat me, and that would be sad. I'm thinking now, just having a bite. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this girl, I can't, Scuba, can we get this girl on the air? On the what yes? is it like, Bobby Tartar? <laughs> Bobby Tartar, that's funny, Amy. <laughs> what what is Tartar? That's uncooked. uncooked oh meat. my goodness, yeah, uncooked. Okay, let's move off this one. So there's a vet. She did a story, and she's like, never let your dogs enter the bathroom because as much as your dog likes drinking toilet water, if they do, if they're tall enough, that that water is not clean, and a lot of times. It's with toxic chemicals that are used to clean the toilet. Let's say you clean the toilet, but also you run in the water and you're flush, flush, flush. All those toxins aren't always gone from the toilet. Oh. That these dogs could actually either slowly get sick by the poisons or if somebody just puts some in, it's there, drink it and die. Mm. Oh. 
So they said keep them out of the bathroom. And the fact is there's also a lot of the stuff that we keep in the bathroom anyway. They're uh, like a dishwasher, tablet, or whatever, all the bleach or whatever in the bathroom. They keep them away from that stuff too. There's just PSA. Signed, Bobby Tartar. (laughs) (laughs) I can't believe no one's ever thought of eating their their own body. No. Well, nobody in this room. Out there. That'd be the first place I would go. If you guys are alive... But then you're asleep and you see somehow there's oh, a rock no. secretly on your <laughs> arm. Sleeping around you. Yeah, I'm like, uh-huh. Let's go talk to Alejandro in South Carolina. Alejandro, what's up, buddy? Hi, Bobby. Yes, sir. Can you hear me? Yes, sir. Hey, um, have you decided yet whether you're going to go into the uh, Wheel of Fortune? I told them that I would go on. Now we have to match and see if schedules match and if I can get out there when they shoot it because it's a very small window. They shoot them all in like two days. So, I'm the worst at that game. There's not a game show I'd be worse at than Celebrity Wheel of Fortune. Or just Wheel of Fortune. So, I did say I could do it now. We're just kind of waiting to see if the schedules work out. If so, I will do it. I'm not going to move anything that's important to go do it though because I suck. Oh, did you got to do so it. So, if it works out, yeah. Why do you ask, Alejandro? Just curious or are you ready to make fun of me? Well, no, not because I'm very similar to you in a lot of ways. And this is what I will do if I was in your shoes. I will come out with a certain amount of money and I will bet to myself that if I don't make this amount of money for the charity, then it will come out of my own pocket to them. So I'm putting pressure on myself. I'm kind of like betting against myself or for myself to for a better, you know, for a greater cause. Yeah, I hear you. I would just owe a lot of money if I did that because I'm, I'm, I'm so bad at Wheel of Fortune. It's like, I don't know, let me look at the puzzle here. Aster egg. Aster egg. <laughs> You're is, not it, is, it, is it Maester egg? Okay. You can't. It's Easter egg. You're not that oh. We have more faith in you than that. I don't. I'm terrible <laughs> at Wheel of Fortune. Wow, this is the one thing you're terrible like, at. Awful, the worst. My grandma used to just whoop me at it. Uh, Alondra, I'll let you know as soon as I know. There, I've... I've just said if the schedule works out when they plan it, I'll be able to do it. When we did Celebrity Family Feud, they invited me to come on. What was cool about that was they said, Bobby, come do Celebrity Family Feud. You can bring whoever you want. And I'm like, well, I don't have a lot of living family. So can I just bring on like some show and some country music people that I have? They're like, yeah. And so then they said, you can pick your opponent. And I said, I can pick whomever I want to play against. And I was like, I'll pick somebody I can beat. And so I picked one of my dearest friends, former tennis player Andy Roddick, his wife Brooklyn Decker, because we were gonna we were gonna kill them, we we're gonna trash them. They whooped us so bad, it was just humiliating. It's humiliating. Didn't Amy fight with like Steve Harvey? Steve Harvey, yeah. yeah. I, it was it's a, almost a bar brawl on set. I threatened him in his John ear. Party was sick. Oh yeah. He was like, I don't have a lot of voice. He's like, should I still play? And I'm like, if you don't. We're one man down. Suck it up, Buttercup. <laughs> so we went out, but we got whooped. I was like, we're going to trash them. We got just demolished. It was a demolish. Uh, Alejandro, thank you for your call. We really appreciate that, buddy. Hey, Bobby, uh, do you mind if I ask you a question? You just did. Ask me another one now. <laughs> now, I just, I guess I could use some advice from Amy. Okay. Uh, when going through a uh, separation and divorce, uh, what are you advise somebody that's going through that with kids in the middle and it's completely lost? I, I, I don't know what all what resources you have, but there is stuff online that can help with co-parenting and maybe even a 
a co-parenting therapist. We went to one for a very long time and I feel like it was very, very helpful. Helped us prioritize the kids, set our feelings aside and learn how to just communicate as best as possible because that's the most important thing. And oh, we had like a, a, like a motto the whole time and it was respectful and kind. And anytime sometimes we would deviate from that, we, we could bring each other back with, hey, let's respectful and kind. And that was something we just repeated over and over because it gets emotional. Yeah, it is very emotional. Hard to survive it. No, you will. You will. Good luck, Alejandro. Appreciate that, buddy. Thanks a lot, guys. All right. Bye-bye. Okay, I'm going to tell you how you're filling your car up wrong and you're wasting money. I know I teased that, so let's get to it. If you squeeze the gas pump tightly... You will fill the tank faster, but you're also losing gas that you paid for because some of that that goes through is vapor because the flow is so fast. Oh. So instead of just grabbing it and lo- or even locking it down on that biggest, yeah. they say do it on a couple grooves down. It'll go just a little slower, but that slower speed is designed to prevent vapor, which you'll be getting charged for, which isn't gas. Dang, that's I good. Know. I didn't so know that. That's, I didn't either. So that situation. There is a... I hate to talk about this. There's a kayak and the kayak's out and then a shark comes up and takes a chunk out of the kayak. Oh! They, they kind of have it on camera. Oh, there's footage of it. This one, yes, for okay. sure. This, okay. this guy's name is Scott. He was kayak fishing about a mile offshore in Oahu. He left his GoPro on. He caught a fish and then the GoPro captured well, what happened where he's like, it sounded like a boat heading towards me without a motor, but I... I didn't see anything. And then you see the shark come up beside the boat. He doesn't know what happened, why the shark attack happened. But I'm imagining the fish coming in, like reeling in the fish. Okay. Probably what made the shark chase fish, eats fish, then to attack the boat. So that's from KITV. It's a crazy video. He lived. And that's where I'm going to leave that. Lunchbox for years has been telling us he was on a paddle boat once. Yeah, off the coast of Georgia, me and my cousin, and a shark took a bite of the paddle boat. And you guys never believe me. Oh, that doesn't happen. That doesn't happen. Well, what do you know? It does happen. In Hawaii. Okay. It doesn't matter where it is. A shark can get a paddle boat. It could have been Hawaii. It could have been Australia. Wherever it was. It was off the coast of Georgia. I can't help it that we didn't have GoPros back then, so I don't have video of it. But that's what happened. And it took a chunk. This didn't really take a chunk so much. It's like he wasn't going for the boat. Mm. He was going for the fish. Oh, he was going for the boat. I don't know what. I mean, what about sh- you guys? What was it going for? I, I guess the boat. I don't know. Maybe the shark saw it and thought, oh, you know, it was a red boat. So maybe he thought it was blood. I don't know. A blood boat. <laughs> oh, wow. Interesting. You know what I mean? A How floating shark, blood vessel? Sharks get. Uh, Do they see color? I don't know. Yes, that's why they come when there's oh. blood in the water. They see that red and they or come. They, they, smell it. It. they smell it. it. I don't know. Okay, <laughs> so. What about the time we brought in a lie detector and the lie detector said that you're lying about this story? I mean, it must have been we're not broken. In court, but we're not in court. Don't Is say it, it's not admissible in court. It's not admissible in court. Okay, but we're not. <laughs> you knew he was going to do that. Every time. It's usually where it goes first. <laughs> Are you stand by it? Stand by it. I mean, I was on the paddle boat. My ke- cousin Kevin was on the paddle boat. We, I mean. I forget. Have we talked to Kevin? Uh, Kevin got eaten by a shark one day later. <laughs> oh, a different shark. No. Yeah, yeah. He's different paddle boat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thank you, guys. It's at this time every morning. We check in with the big stories and the news. Bobby's Big Stories. A story we've been keeping up with. This guy was recording himself flying and the plane crashed. He jumped out. Remember that? Is in the woods. Yeah. Mm-hmm. a small plane. And I'm like, there's no way that was an accident. He had to have crashed that plane on purpose for YouTube views. 
Turns out this 29-year-old YouTuber has admitted to intentionally crashing an airplane for views two years ago. He could face up to 20 years in prison. Trevor Jake of 29 posted the video in December 2021, implying it was an accident. I mean, he got views. But some people he didn't want to see it saw it like the law. (laughs) Breaking the law, breaking the law. In a plea agreement, he said he filmed the video as part of a product sponsorship deal. He could face up to 20 years in prison. The 29-year-old pilot and skydiver has agreed to plead guilty. La, 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 all that. But it was just too fishy. The Where it crashed, how he got out. It just seemed like it was all on purpose. And also, people are doing stupider and stupider things oh my God. to get views. That was pretty wild. So there you go. How to boost your memory almost immediately. If you happen to be near a body of water and you need to remember something, they say get in the water. If you jump in the water, it doesn't matter, cold, hot, warm. Scientists say being submerged chest deep in water increases blood flow to the brain, boosting your memory. You'll be able to recall information two to three times quicker than if you're just sitting at a desk. Hmm. So the next time you meet somebody, you're like, oh, what's your name again? Find the body of water as quick as you can. Jump in. Jump in. I'm thinking. (laughs) Up to your nips. And then you're like, oh, Charles. Uh, Hey, Charles. Good to see you again, man. Easy trivia. I need that. Exactly. That is from Utah State University. Dressing room mirrors that talk are coming. Man, I look so bad in a dressing room. I'm going to tell you, I don't know why. I'm not really in love with myself anyway. I don't think I'm a supermodel in any way. But sometimes I go in a dressing room and I am. The one thing is I'm in pretty good shape. I don't know what lighting they have. If it's like lighting made to look, make people look disgusting. But that's what it does. It's the worst lighting. And I'm like, oh, I look like this. Is this the only real lighting I start to think? <laughs> Do I look this awful everywhere? Or is the lighting in a dressing room so bad? And if it is so bad, why? Because they make you feel worse about yourself. Maybe when you feel bad about yourself, you want to make yourself feel better so you buy more clothes. <laughs> That's not how my mind works. <laughs> Do you look better with the clothes on? Retail therapy. In the mirror? But then I just think, <sighs> I looked really terrible. I got to... Do you guys not go into a dressing room and see the lighting and look terrible uh, in it? Mm-mm. No, I agree no, with man. you. Oh, no, it's bad. They it's just awful. don't notice. Really? It's horrible. Mm. I, Bobby, you're one of us. Let's create dressing room lighting. You know what? Give me a funhouse mirror. I'll be honest. <laughs> Make me look good. Where your like, torso is really long. Let me say what I want it to look like when I walk in there, okay. and then I will look like. But yeah, dressing rooms are terrible. But these mirrors, they say interactive smart mirrors are in development, and they will offer fashion advice and let you request more items to try on. Okay. Well, that's the key. They want you to put more mm-hmm. stuff on. But they already have this one. Someone throws a pair of pants over the top of it. Be like, hey, have you thought about these? Flap <laughs> over the top. Does, it's like, man, I just came to buckle to get a belt. Okay. <laughs> buckle. Yeah. Does that type of mirror make you think that someone's watching you, though? Well, they say it'll be a computer, but I can imagine my wife's like, give me that microphone. And then she goes back there. Yeah, uh, those look terrible on you. Why don't you try the green shirt that your wife recommended? Wait, why do you sound like Caitlin all of a sudden? <laughs> uh, but yeah, these mirrors will talk with you. They will tell you how you'll look with a full body 3D image front and back. So you can also see the back of you, like spin around, wow. captures it. They're expected to be in malls in the next couple of years. Will malls even exist in the next couple of years? Right. That's the question. Good question. That's from AARP Bulletin. That's weird. Isn't that for old people? AARP? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Retirement. Okay. Angler catches a 118-pound fish and breaks the Oklahoma record. Was it it's a bass? Got, it's got well, to be a catfish, right? As I read down. Oh, it's a carp. Okay. Okay. Catfish or a carp. carp. An Oklahoma angler recently reeled in this 118-pound big head carp. Brian Baker is his name. The catch is not only a new state record, it's a small step toward eliminating an invasive species, the Post said. I mean, this thing looks almost pregnant. Big old belly? Yeah, big belly. 
I wonder if that's why. I mean, it's, it's massive. I, it's as tall as Ray. Oh, wow. <laughs> it's got to be 5'5". It's got, five, five. It's got <laughs> this. I mean, I'm looking at it here. Got to be 5'5". Five, five. Wow. So anyway, they, they caught it. Boom, boom. From Yahoo. The biggest fish that we ever caught. There were, you could catch stripers. We would do a lot of striper fishing. Bad fish to eat for us. Never liked them. Stripers are the biggest fish that we would catch. You could catch some hybrids that were kind of striper. They're striper white bass mix. It was a hybrid. Stripers would fight really good. My mom got a 40-pound striper once. Dang. We still have that one. You stuffed it? Well, we mounted it. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if people really stuff. We don't we really stuff, stuff it. fish. Yeah. So, but yeah, we, she caught a 40. And Keith, Arkansas Keith would catch a ton of them, 30 and 40. we go out and catch shad with a net. we take the shad. We then go and we catch hybrids and stripers. We hated white bass. Or catfish. The thing about catfish, they're bottom feeders. And uh, I mean, we would just use jugs and cheat. No, that's illegal. We'd trot line it. <laughs> oh, it was, and then you go and you check the trot lines, you pull it up with your hands, and all of a sudden you're like, whoa. We would take the big yellow oil buck, uh, yeah, the know, bucket, the jug. Yeah, yeah. Cut and, the top and of you it. You cut the top of it off. You hang them. That's dude, that's that's, that's dirty school. dog. That's, yeah, that's, that's dirty dog too. We shouldn't have been doing that. To be honest, but that was that was never Arkansas Keith. That was us. We like if the trout truck drove by in high school, we had, we just left school, and so if the trout truck drove by, everybody knew that we would be gone because they were just releasing trout, trout stamp or not. We were just ripping ripping trout, and then we would usually go and set up the, those jugs at the same time. Mm. Man, those are the days. We just left school. I never did anything wrong. Never got in trouble my whole life. And the first time I thought, can we leave school? Because Game Fish was releasing all the trout at the ramp. And I was like, screw it. I'm just going to be bad. And the school was like, yeah, we get it. Go ahead. And I'm like, oh, it wasn't even that bad. <laughs> so, but yeah, that's the deal. 118 pound anything is massive. And that was a carp. Please don't use guns to fish, says Kansas. So in Oklahoma, they're catching big carp. In Kansas, they're shooting at fish in the water. There it is. Officials from the Kansas Department of Wildlife and Parks came across a fishy situation, the article says. Uh, people are using guns, not not spear fishing like they do in the, the sea, right, the deep right. sea in the ocean, but nine millimeter handgun. Doom, doom, doom. What? Trying to shoot a fish, and then they float, and then you just scoop it up. The problem is like that the bullet that bullet loses almost almost all of the momentum that it has once it hits the water. Right. It's going to be very hard unless it's very shallow water to shoot a fish or to shoot anything in the water. That's why when I get in gunfights, I run and jump in and jump in water. Exactly. Because it's going to be hard for that. That's what the bullet does. Yeah, dude. So they caught him. The warden said the written violations were used for illegal means of take of fish and no fishing license. They also, I mean, are they fishing though or are they hunting? That's the question. (laughs) Are they hunting fish? Hunting for fish. That's right. Uh, It's illegal. It's dangerous. Shooting at a body of water can be a dangerous activity because bullets can also ricochet off the surface of the water if they hit the angle just right that is from cnn toxic cancer causing chemicals called forever chemicals are found in all contact lenses tested by scientists Uh oh all oh no it says all yeah Ah, as experts fear they do not know the long-term effects toxic cancer causing quote forever chemicals were found in all contact lenses tested by scientists researchers from a number of american universities including north carolina state tested 18 different pair of soft contact lenses at an EPA certified lab to see if it contained PFAS, also known as forever chemicals. Every pair of the lenses came back with levels of organic fluorine, which is a marker for PFAS, PFAS or per and poly, long words, you guys. It's 
14,000 man-made chemicals. And what they do is it refills grease, water, stains, and heat. But what it does is also has stuff in it that's bad. Oh, my wow. gosh. It's right on your eye. Mm-hmm. Researchers are unclear of the risks of wearing them. PFAS is linked to a host of issues like fertility problems, liver damage, and cancer. Gosh. Daily Mail. Yeah. That's a good ad for LASIK. Yeah. Yep. I got LASIK. <laughs> I'm good to go. Eddie goes right to commercial. <laughs> that's why, doctor. Yes. Yes. Okay, that's yeah. the news. Thank you. Those were Bobby's Big Stories. I want to go over real quick and talk to Laura. Laura, hey. what's going on? Morning, studio. Morning. Morning. What can we do for you? Oh, that's awesome. Um, I've been listening since 2013, and I just got my uh, two older adopted kiddos to start listening to the show. And we tried to call last week to um, request a Tuesday song, and my son reminded me again this morning, um, and he actually got through. So can we hear the Tuesday song, please? Yes, you can. Here's what we're going to do. Uh, first of all, Laura, thank you. And tell your kids we say hello. We will do the Tuesday song coming up in just one second. We got, uh, uh, I got you. Me, me, Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. Every week, we'll pick a new song from the list and talk about their placement on the revamped 2021 list. We'll also have guests join us, ranging from the artists themselves to the producers or simply other writers like ourselves who voted on them. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside and Britney Spears' Baby One More Time. There's so many fascinating stories that have been forgotten, like Midnight Train to Georgia, starting with a phone call to Farrah Fawcett, or how the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs inspired Kelly Clarkson's banger Since You've Been Gone and Beyonce's Hold Up. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. 
I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, we only do this if it's requested. We just had a request before we left the last segment. Hit me with that beat, DJ Ray Ray. All right, so the whole reason I wrote the song is because I feel like everybody gets excited about Fridays and Saturdays and a little bit on Sundays. Everybody hates Mondays. Like, all the days have, like, some sort of emotion behind it, except for the day of Tuesday. And I was like, Tuesday's pretty cool. We're breathing. We're living. So we did this song right here. It goes like this. The best day of the week. You all know it's my time. So I made a song about Tuesday. So happens it rhymes. The lowest number of crimes. Super bingo at nine. Don't know how you do your Tuesday. This is how I do mine. The sun comes up. There's a smile on my mouth. Why? Because I love Tuesday is the first thing I shout. Free Zumba this morning. Every Tuesday at five. I got my spandex on. It's time to head to the Y. Tuesday. H-O-A. Tuesday. Housewives going booze day. I'm just talking about Tuesday. It's Tuesday. Is my recycling on the curb as I drive off? Yup, my recycling's on the curb. I mean, Fridays are fine because they're casual and all. But I'm always more productive on my Tuesday conference call. My after work plans. I got my spray tan. I'm drinking lemon water. Add me some cayenne. Pebbles and bam bam. I'm watching C SPAN. And then it's two for one at Sonic with a Coney in each hand. I say Tuesday. H O A Tuesday. Housewives gone booze day. I'm just Talking about Tuesday. Tuesday. Brown cow goes moose day. Eat some cashews day. I'm just talking about Tuesday. Mardi Gras on a Tuesday. I go to Krav Maga on a Tuesday. I'm playing Pokemon on a Tuesday. Came out of my mom on a Tuesday. Thank you very much. Wow. That's why Tuesday's awesome. We out. Thank you. I was going to catch my breath after that. I usually don't do it leading into the rest of a segment. I kind of do it at the end there. I do want to tell you guys about a movie that they say we're not going to reboot. It's Back to the Future, which is a great set mm. series of movies. A trilogy. That's what do they got? Three? Yeah. Man. Back to the Future 1, one of the best movies ever. Amazing. Back to the Future 2, real good. Back to the Future 3, pretty good. It's hard to hit that third. Are there any sequel, sequel, third ones... Let's put movie Mike oh, oh, over here. Mm, I got one. Not sequels, Mike, but I'm talking about the third movie. Are there any third that are as good or almost as good as the first? Of recent movies? I don't, whatever. I would say Creed, one through three, great. Guardians of the Galaxy, three was great. Have I seen Creed three or is it the new one? The one just came out this year. And you like that one? Yeah. Rocky three. That's what I was going to say. The worst of the Rockies. What? One, with, with Mr. T? Yeah, it's the worst of them. Until it got stupid, like six. Because one... Fantastic. Two, really great. Three, meh. Hulk Hogan and Mr. T's fighting a wrestler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Four is the best. Yeah. The Russian. Okay, four is the best. That gets, right. That's so legit. And then five and six, I felt like it was like, be just B-roll from the other ones that they just put together. <laughs> like, they were just trying stuff at that point. Yeah. So, but yeah, the Rocky s- series was good. Fast See, and Furious, man. Yes, well, nine? No, no, no seven. So Fast and Furious 64? No, I thought that one itself. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that one was yeah. TikTok. <laughs> Fast and Furious 64. So Back to the Future is so good, they said they're not going to do it. But here's what I think they could do. They could not do a reboot, but they could do a uh, his kid. 
They could do a... a oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's not a reboot. It, what would you call that, Mike? Because it's not a sequel. It would be. It would be a sequel. It's not with the same people. So it would be Back to the Future or Future to the Back. Hmm. I don't know. That just sounds more. But weird. I think they could do it with kids. Like his kid. Like something has happened. We already saw that in two, though. So, because remember, we saw his kid, his whole family. The kid comes back. Yeah, I just think there's something there. that They don't have to reboot it, but they could recreate yeah. a similar one. Because it was so good. I wouldn't even care if they rebooted it. It doesn't hurt me. And honestly, it doesn't lose it. The, the originals don't lose value. Here's what we do. For a second, we go, oh, it's stupid. They're rebooting it. And then we don't watch it. And then it moves on. And then we just remember the good one. So, but they said they're not going to reboot Back to the Future because... It's so good. But it's a 97%. Wow. Morgan, did we make you watch this? Yeah, you did. Great, huh? And it was really good. I think I had a decent review of it. You know what she didn't review well was Seinfeld. Yeah, so oh. weird. <laughs> she gave it like zero jackets or Kramers. Yeah, or and Austin right? Powers. She hated Austin oh. Powers. Get and Beavis and Butthead. Yeah. We almost, I almost fired you for that one. <laughs> I had to have a meeting with the show and I was like, should we just get rid of her since she didn't like Beavis and Butthead? <laughs> Let's grab a few calls real quick, because that's what I promised. Pam in Missouri is on. Okay, Pam, what's going on? Well, good morning, Bobby. Good morning, studio. Morning. I I just had to call because this is the first time I've ever had the opportunity to hear the Tuesday song completely. <laughs> I was either laughing so hard or so deep in thought that I couldn't even concentrate on my driving. I got off at the wrong exit. Yeah, we never thought of our music as wow. being cerebral, wow. but I appreciate that. You know, there's some <laughs> songs that really layer thoughts, meanings. That is not one, but I like it. Maybe it's so dumb that it's smart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like if you take you start walking east, you end up west. If you just walk long, you know, long, hard, <laughs> hard enough. Yes. Okay. Th- so you liked it, Pam. I loved it. It was incredible. Well, thank I you. cannot wait to hear it again. I may call on a Tuesday and, <laughs> and ask for it. Okay. Well, Pam, that's very kind. We know that it's dumb and we continue to do it because listeners ask us. And so thank you very much. Hope you have an awesome day. I hope y'all do too. Thanks and blessings your way. Yeah, well, you too, Pam. Bye-bye. Uh, we spent the weekend, part of the weekend in Austin. We did iHeart Country Festival. It was fantastic. We talked about it yesterday. Go listen to that podcast. But it's always interesting when Lunchbox goes into a hotel because this is a segment that he just wanted to run by us. <laughs> he said he wanted to do like a trivia question about hotels. Okay, so what do you have? Yeah, it's called Hotel Survey. Do you take this from the hotel? Okay, go ahead. Number one. The toilet paper. No. 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 Okay. The soaps and shampoo and Q-tips. Yes. I'll take that. No, but I don't, <sighs> I don't take this. I don't mind it if I need it. If we're in a tour bus, I might need it and we'll take it. The Q-tips probably I would take. But not. I don't go in and go, don't forget the Q-tips and the soap. You got to. Right. Okay, go ahead. Okay. The pen. Because mm-hmm. they always have a pen mm-hmm. right there with a pad and paper. Mm-hmm. And do I take it purposefully? Do I make a point to take it? Is that what you're asking? Yeah. Not no. like I do the lotion. No. Okay. The pads of paper. No. That they have there's, there to, there's pads of paper. Yeah, right next to the little phone, they have a little pad of paper. It says the, the hotel on. Yeah, on and, there. and you can oh. make a little note. I use it if I need it. <laughs> That's what it's for, really. But I don't really take the whole pad. No. Oh, hangers. No. No, no chance. <laughs> like all. 
No, not all of them. That's too obvious. You just sneak one, you know, leave a shirt on. But now they're getting smart where they connect it, where they, yeah. it doesn't come off the bar. Or they do the really small ones. And it's that so only frustrating. Fits on the small bar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but these weren't attached, so I don't know if he took any. They, I, I got should- two. Oh, gosh. Do I t- no, I don't take the hangers unless it's an act. I would say a hanger and a pillow are the same. If I take a pillow, it's a total accident because I, I took my own pillow and grabbed another one by accident. So, but no, not on purpose. Yeah, see, because I take all those. And oh, you I, listed all the stuff that you take. Yeah, and yeah. I, I usually take extra. And Amy, I forgot to put the lotion. That was kind of the soap shampoos. Sure. That was in that, that line. And I always ask the maid. Oh, you know, I'm out of toilet paper. Can you leave me some extra toilet paper? So right when I get there, I put the two rolls in my, my suitcase. And then I have to get more. So you can get as away. As soon as you get there, you load up for what you're going to leave with? No, no, you load up so that way, oh, excuse me, uh, I'm, I'm out of toilet paper. Can I get a couple extra rolls? And they give you two extra. And then the next day they clean your room. Guess what? I'm out of toilet paper. So you can get away with six rolls. Do you take a suitcase just for stuff you feel? <laughs> yeah. That's what it feels like. <laughs> I have no room for this. Like you take a bag for souvenirs, maybe. Yeah. But you take yeah. it just for the stuff you steal. And then the hotel this weekend, I mean, they have gotten smart. On, they don't have shampoo, individual shampoos anymore. They That's had it right. on the wall yeah, where you couldn't tub. take it. You ripped it off like you did our soap dispenser here? <laughs> no, I didn't, I didn't test the stability of it. Oh, or did it? No. Okay. But, I mean, it is when you go in there, and they have the nicest pins, and so I always get about two or three pins. They have two I, or three in the room? No, no, no. Um, ma'am, I don't out of pins. I tell the maid, I, I guess I didn't get a pin in my room, and then they put one in there. Oh my but God. then, do you do it again? Now you can get one from the front desk. Oh my gosh! You okay? I just well, checking. Yeah, yeah. No, we're all good. I think we're we're pretty normal. <laughs> that that is what a bit abnormal. Like, what do we lamp? What did we say Take before this break? I've already forgot what the, what I teased about you. Murder. That's what it was. Right. Yeah. Oh, let me do another Austin story real quick before murder story because this fits. Mine fits with Austin, too. It does? Yeah. Well, you know how Amy always says she gets mistaken for, like, Marin Oh, gosh. Oh, here we go. Oh, gosh, because you're the one that told me this. This really happened. But you're the one that told me this. Okay, I know. I'm bringing something up that you do. like, oh, Amy's doing the whole, I can't believe that it's getting brought up. She told me this. (laughs) Tell the boys what happened. Okay, okay, okay. So, uh, I was getting a ride from the hotel to Moody Center, and I'm... With Bill, y'all know Billy's got a black SUV. I thought Lunchbox was gonna be with me, but it's just me. So I'm in the back seat of this SU- black SUV. We pull into the loading dock, and you know you're backstage. I get out, and some guy at Moody just thought I was Carly Pierce. <laughs> oh my god! Stop it! Yeah, yeah. So now you look like Carly Pierce. I had my my clothes, my change of clothes, my bag, and. Again, was everything covered by the top of your head when you were walking in? Like, <laughs> yeah, like, like I mean, did you have a mask? I over don't your know. Face? I'm not saying. I think it was the hair, maybe, mm-hmm. um, but or he couldn't see. That one's not that crazy, though. If I'm being honest, uh, we just think it's funny you keep bringing in all these people that people are confused. Yeah. Well, I just she's like, you'll, you'll never guess it. I was in New York and someone said, "Hey, Giselle." I'm like, Amy. <laughs> I've never said that. Amy. No, it's not. It's not. It's not so much that it's that Carly Pierce is really pretty. It's that she's an artist. Like I was giving artist vibes. Because you had clothes, you're walking <laughs> yeah, in with a change of clothes, and you had a backstage. And you were in a black SUV that the company <laughs> uh-huh. sent to get you down underneath. Yeah, I mean, they easily could have thought you were Luke Bryan. Same, mm. same thing. Same thing. You know, whatever. I just. How did they drop you off by the loading dock? They dropped me off like five blocks away. Oh, you got to get with Bill. I, I was on the front road I-35. <laughs> I had to climb over a barricade and oh, walk through wow. the grass y'all, and get in there. Oh, I don't know. Y'all all had access to this ride, but oh, that's yeah. me. Did they, though? <laughs> I don't think I don't so. think we did. Tell the murder story. Okay, so before I left town, I had to uh, give someone that was working at my house a garage code. 
and because I wasn't going to be there. And I said, it's okay. Well, I'll change it after because he was like, oh man, I don't, you feel comfortable giving out your code. And I said, yeah, I can change it easy. No problem. And he's like, yeah, because I'd probably come in and murder you. <laughs> and I was, no. Like, ha, ha, ha. Oh. And I said, oh. In your sleep? Just, or I in guess, the daytime? Since he has my code, he can That's get into my house up. at wow. any time. And I'm just like, yeah, That's somebody who just felt like they needed to make a joke, isn't good at making jokes, <laughs> and it came out in an awkward way. Right. That's not a good joke. I know, it's like, because mm-hmm. I don't know him from, you know, Anybody that I he's just doing something at my house and now he has my code. Which- I'd have a nightmare about opening my eyes and Dude, but man, legal. toy stores used to be so legit. Oh, yeah, you go in, there's a non stop toys, just like it sounds a toy store. Now, you don't, you know, it's a rare because you can get everything online. Oh, yeah, and honestly, as a parent, though, taking your kids to a toy store, I'm sounds like a nightmare to me, and then they want everything. <laughs> well, any store, they want everything. I, well, <laughs> I mean, it doesn't have to be a toy store, you go to the grocery store, they want every that's item. True. On the Dad, I want that. Yeah, what that's is what it? I am. I do that to my wife. I'm gonna be honest with you guys. <laughs> I'm like, I like it. Can I get that? Can we get that? She's no, no. why'd you come hungry? Is what she says to me. You should have ate before we came because mm-hmm. now you're hungry for every single thing and you're not going to eat it. Okay. <laughs> you're a child. The same thing. He starts lunch just saying that, and I'm like, I do that. <laughs> okay, thank you. Bobby Bone Show. Bonehead. Story of the day. This story comes to us from Edgewood, Texas. A woman was doing some grocery shopping, walking around the store with her basket full of goods. She walks up to the cashier, pulls out a knife, and says, Open the register and give me the money. Mm. And the cash register's like, nah, I'm not going to open the register. I'm not going to open that. And she goes, yeah, yeah, I was just joking anyway. Put the knife away. Oh, oh. Went and got a couple more items. Got in line, paid for items. And police oh. arrested her as she walked out the store. Oh. I guess the only question that I have, was it April 1st? <laughs> a little April Fool's joke. Because no. then I'll be like, if I'm the judge, I'm like, well, this was just an joke. April Fool's joke a little too far. <laughs> but I have a feeling that wasn't the case. It's like, shoot your shot? <laughs> no. No? no, no, it's like stab your stab. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can't really threaten somebody, period, because that's a crime itself to threaten somebody with bodily harm. So then I assume they arrest her. Yeah, when she walks out the store, because she went back shopping and then paid for her items, mm-hmm. which is hilarious. Like, if did it she get work- back through? Beep, beep, did, was that another teller? <laughs> did they get her outside the store? They probably got her in the store. Out, no, she paid and then she, as oh, she, she was walking left. out. She left. They were waiting for her. Jeez, okay. I'm Lunchbox. That's your bonehead story of the day. <laughs> I have a new episode of the Bobby cast up today, and I went to one of my favorite people on TikTok. His name's Patrick Hicks, and he tells great music stories. He tells one about Tanya Tucker, who started out as a kid star, and then she put out a controversial rock album, which kind of derailed her country career. And then everybody sees the album artwork and it causes this uproar because this innocent, you know, child star is now grown up and has like a sexy album cover. On the front, she has a microphone cord between her legs and she's wearing tight pants, but it's still like pretty tame. And then on the inside, there was a poster, but it's just, it's just her in like a red jumpsuit and she's standing backwards and just tight pants and her back is out. The reviews were like, she's gone full sex kitten. Like she's, this is so scandalous. So Tanya Tucker, a kid star, and yeah, I'm telling you, if we saw it today, it would look like nothing. Yeah. Instagram. <laughs> it's just, no, yeah. not even that. Oh, really? It's, it's like somebody wearing a jogging suit. Wow. Oh. But because she was a kid and she was country and she did kind of a country-ish rock, it's not even that rock, but like she was just kind of, you're not country anymore. Wild story. So there's that. Number two was, and he had so many stories, he was talking about where the Walmart with the f- most Facebook likes, wherever it was, would get a visit from Pitbull 
So internet pranksters started liking the most remote Walmart in the United States, which is in Kodiak, Alaska. <laughs> Here you go. Pitbull goes to Alaska and does this promotion at this rural remote Walmart. And it's like this amazing experience because it's this big deal for the town. Like everybody comes and actually turns into this like super beautiful moment. Pitbull basically is just like, you know what? Keep messing with people. Next time we'll be on the moon. That's the best Pitbull line you could ever have. It's a great story because Kodiak, Alaska is not like you can land in Anchorage, which is also a bit difficult to get to. A bunch of connections. But he's like... Mr. Dio Five, I go anywhere. <laughs> but he talks about the blah, blah. I mean, it's a, such a good podcast. He's my one of my favorite music guys on TikTok. His name is Patrick Hicks. Go check out the Bobby Cast on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Thank you. We'll see you tomorrow. I'm on Instagram and TikTok at Mr. Bobby Bones. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye bye bye. The Bobby Bones, Bobby Bones Show. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.